Welcome to today's podcast episode. It's a solo one and I will keep today's episode brief because I'm guessing that a lot of you are really, really busy right now. It's definitely that season, uh, the end of the year season, the festive season where a lot of us have commitments and events and just a general sense of exhaustion, I think is pretty fair to say. I personally do find this time of year a little bit tricky. And I wanted to just touch on that because I know that I'm not alone in finding it tricky. I think whenever there is a lot of social pressure on a certain situation or a celebration, a time of year, a certain degree of like, yeah, pressure and expectation of how you should be spending your time and what you should be doing and all of those things, you can't help but feel a little bit like sad if that's not your reality. And it's something that I've definitely been just self-interrogating because I think it's interesting that so much of that expectation is put on us from outside of us and actually digging into that and going, well, hang on, why do I feel a bit sad that my Christmas day isn't massive? And it's like, well, it's because that's how Christmas day has always been represented in society and it should be this massive, huge, chaotic day where you're surrounded by a thousand relatives and, you know, it should be that comical chaos. And that's just not how Christmas is for me. And it hasn't been like that at all since I've been an adult, since I've had kids myself, really. And yet still, every year I feel sadness about it. I think having quite a fractured family makes it really challenging as an adult Uh, You know, in my family unit, there are fractures and there are a lot of um, co-parenting situations, which is interesting and perhaps something to discuss another time. Like, why are we all incapable of having children with people and staying with them? Definitely a chat for another day. But I think there are so many complicated little things that go towards it just not feeling how... I have always felt like it should. That perception of it should be a certain way and it's not that and therefore I feel like I am bad or it's shameful that that's not how it is. And I wanted to just touch on that because I myself have found it really helpful when other people open up and say, you know what, this is kind of a shitty time of year for me or this is a hard time of year for me and no one wants that for anyone. Like no one's like, Ooh, how good that you also feel a bit lonely or a bit sad at Christmas. Like you don't want that for anyone. Just quickly, a word from today's sponsors, unless of course you're one of our Venti members. In that case, there are no ads and your episode is about to keep playing. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. But it does feel really 
um, comforting in a strange way to know that other people do struggle with this time of year. And people certainly do for a variety of reasons, whether it's because you've lost people close to you and this end of year season, like these celebrations, it's very um, like it's it's impossible to ignore when there is an empty seat at a table or the person that you always spent Christmas with is no longer with you or perhaps Christmas highlights just the marking of another year gone by and you haven't achieved what you wanted to achieve or you're not married or you don't have kids or whatever it is. There are a million different ways that this time of year can be really hard on people. And so I think it's incredibly important that we do treat everyone with extra empathy, extra grace, extra kindness, and understand that we don't have all of the context when it comes to other individuals. And context is something that I have been thinking a lot about in terms of making snap judgments, like quick assessments without having any of the extra information. And one of the reasons it's been on my mind is because recently we attended a rodeo And as I was approaching like where we were setting up our chairs and whatnot, there was a mum there with a child who I'm not sure how old the little one was. It's hard to know sometimes, but she had her toddler on a harness lead. And I haven't seen one of those leads in a long time. And lead is like just not even a good word for it. I'm not sure if there's a better word, probably harness backpack, but you know what I'm talking about. And I just thought, oh my gosh, I haven't seen one of those in so long. Like once you're out of that stage, you just tend to not even see those things anymore. I don't know if people are still using them and those sorts of things. And I thought it's so funny how people are so judgmental of that as a function. Like I remember when the boys were little and people would say to me, oh, you're not going to put them on a lead, are you? And we never had to because the boys were never runners. I mean, they're still not runners. Like they're the sort of kids that like to know where I am at all times pretty much. But it just reminded me, oh, I remember how many people would just get so offended if they saw parents using one of those harness things. And it just made me think people make these quick judgments without any context, because in that situation, as like the evening progressed, it became really clear to me that that mum with her little one, her partner, the parent of the child, was actually on the inside of the rodeo ring as a bullfighter. And that toddler kept wanting to run to dad. And so it's like, oh, of course, mum needed to make sure that the toddler couldn't slip through the gate and get hurt. And it's like that extra bit of context. Even in terms of discussing an affair recently, I was chatting with one of my friends and we were talking about an infidelity that had occurred within her family unit. And she said, it's one of those things that on paper you go, oh my gosh, that's terrible. That's a terrible person. But with more context and more unpacking it and understanding that the parent was actually in a very abusive, coercively controlling relationship and you give it more context and you can just see things through another lens completely. And so especially at this time of year, I think it's so important that we're treating everyone with kindness because we do not know what's going on internally for individuals. I know this time of year for people that have lost loved ones, no matter how long ago it was, they lost those people. It can be a really triggering and upsetting time. And I mean, being triggered and upset also extends to just difficult family members 
sometimes, I think. We can all relate to going to a family function and feeling frustrated or bothered by someone who has an outdated point of view. And so at this time of year, just make sure you are really practicing genuine self-care. And I don't mean self-care in the way of go and run yourself a bath and pop a face mask on. I mean self-care in terms of that internal dialogue, self-compassion, tapping out, having boundaries when you need to. And also self-care sometimes is just allowing yourself to feel sad. And I've definitely felt like that a little bit over this festive period, like just a bit sad for some of the things that I don't have access to because of a really fractured family unit um, and pain. And that's okay. Like, I think it's okay to be like, well, that's a bit shitty and I feel a bit sad about that. And I'm also going to make the most of it. And these are the things I'm going to focus on. I've also really thought a lot about how much pressure is put on this time of year And that's been comforting to me to go, oh, well, no wonder I feel a bit shitty that my Christmas is a little bit smaller than other people's. It's because there's so much pressure to make everything big and amazing and Instagram worthy. And I've really taken my foot off the pedal there. Like I'm really seeing it for what it is. And I'm grateful that this Christmas I'll have the boys for Christmas Eve. I'll have the boys for Christmas morning. Yes, I will feel sad when they go and spend some time at their dad's in the afternoon, but I don't want that sadness to stem from the societal pressures that are put on us and implanted in our brains from a very, very young age. It's okay to feel sad to not be with them. And it's also okay that it's not exactly that perfect stereotypical Christmas experience. So anyway, I don't know if that's comforting or helpful for anyone listening. You can let me know, but just I wanted you to know that if you're not in the dream situation, the dream scenario, if you are kind of feeling a bit of relief that Christmas Day is actually over, you're in good company and it's okay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. That said, if you're listening to this episode in real time, it is the 26th, it is Boxing Day. Whenever I think of Boxing Day, I think of when I was a child and my mum worked in retail, she would often have to work the Boxing Day sales and she'd come home and be like, oh my gosh, it was madness. There were people waiting outside the roller doors, you know, hours before the store opened and they'd slide under the doors to get their hands on the heavily discounted Christmas decorations and paraphernalia. I don't think that Boxing Day sales, like in the physical shopping centers, are like that anymore largely due to things like Black Friday and Cyber Monday and online shopping. But the sentiment is still there. That connection is still there with me. Boxing Day sales. And so I did want to have a big sale on our e-commerce products. So we're doing 50% off Surviving Separation, 50% off the Blueprint, and I'm also lowering my Sunroom membership really low. 
So if you have considered purchasing any of those things, today is the day to do it. And the code for the Blueprint and Surviving Separation will be SALE, all in capitals, to get half off. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about, Surviving Separation was a real labor of love. It was something that just poured out of me. It is a digital book, so it's an e-book guide, I guess you could call it. It's an instant download, and I think that the download is beautiful. And if you are someone who likes to read on a Kindle or your iPhone or your iPad, etc., then you will read it. But if you're not someone who likes to read on a digital device like me, like I just can't read a book on a digital device, I need a good old-fashioned paper one, you could print it or... If you love audio like podcasts, for example, and you find listening to things an easier way for you to absorb information and a more practical way because you can listen whilst you're doing things, Surviving Separation has like seven hours of audio broken down into different episodes. So Surviving Separation really is designed to provide as much comfort reassurance, guidance, that big sister, best friend energy to anyone who is going through a breakup, whether you have separated from your long-term partner and you've been separated for a while now, but you're just feeling a bit stuck, maybe with closure or just taking the next steps, processing forgiveness, all of those things, it's perfect for you. If you are just considering going through a breakup, it's perfect for you as well. It really covers so much because I take you through the early days of a breakup with like the emergency CPR things that you can do straight away from going low contact to cleansing your spaces and actually providing as much comfort in that short term, early, I was going to say days, but it's much more like early weeks and early months right through to the next stepping stones to get you moving through the separation process. With surviving separation, it's not just me sitting down and going, oh, this is my experience anecdotally. I have experts in surviving separation come on board and provide clear, helpful, evidence-backed guidance. I have a divorce, like a family court lawyer who shares so many details about the process. These are details that often you don't actually find out until you're paying through the nose for it. So I think it's wonderful to have those resources there. Information from a divorce coach as well, a family therapist in terms of supporting your children, telling your children if you have them. It really is just a wealth of knowledge on moving through a separation Um, even recently someone close to me and a little bit older than me purchased it and I didn't know that she was going to purchase it and she rang me and she's like this is exactly what I needed like I've been going through all of the bookstores trying to find a book that can put words around my experience of grief for the relationship I've lost lost grief for those daily habits you know just everything I've been searching for is in this guide. So check surviving separation out. No matter where you're at with your breakup, I'm sure you will take something from it, particularly if you're an audiophile. If you love to listen to it, it is me taking you through it. 
The blueprint uh, is 50% off and it's already very, very affordable. And I think this is the perfect time of year for anyone to complete the blueprint. If you have it already, go back and do the blueprint because it's going to just set you up for the year ahead. And if you haven't done it, then grab it now using that code SALE all in capitals for 50% off. The blueprint is essential for anyone who is interested in personal growth and development, truly. I kind of marketed it as like a journaling experience, but I'm not sure that's how I would describe it right now. I think I would describe it more as a self-reflection experience because it's not necessarily about developing the habit of journaling often, although I do encourage you to journal on the prompts in the blueprint. It's definitely much more about getting to know yourself and being really intentional with who you are, who you want to be, what the next version of you looks like, how you feel, all of those sorts of things. The blueprint is something that I am really, really proud of because it starts with identity. So often as women, we place so much of our identity, value and worth in relational identity components. So if someone says to you, who are you? And your response is, I'm a mum, I'm a wife, I'm a girlfriend, I'm a sister. That means that first and foremost, your knee-jerk reaction is to identify in relation to someone else, who you are to someone else. And there are certainly parts of that that are really important to our own self-identity. But as I explain in the blueprint, we need to really be intentional and purposeful with crafting our self-identity, our sense of self, because God forbid any of those relationships break down or they change over time, because even as a mum, your relationship with your children changes over time. And I'm experiencing this shift right now with the boys. And it's wild to say that because they're only 10. But Any parent listening will know what I'm talking about. Perhaps your kids have just started school or they're just about to start school and you're going through the motions of like, huh, right, there's this new season and what am I meant to do with myself now? Even though you've got a million things to do and the school day goes so fast and all of that stuff, we're always evolving in our role as parents in terms of what the kids need from us and how we are with our children. So relationships can change even if they're still present. And I think that that's really important because from such a young age, particularly as AFAB people, we really are raised to be nurturers and supporters and quiet and compliant and to be the quote unquote good girl. And so the blueprint is all about helping you to connect with other pillars of self. One of the first things I talk about in the blueprint is how we need to have a multitude of legs to hold up our self-identity table so that if any of those legs are impacted, we are still strong and stable. There's a lovely diagram in the blueprint that will help make it clearer. And there are exercises for you to do so that you can connect with that. So if one of your goals for 2024 is to scroll less, like focus less on other people's lives and focus more on your own life, the blueprint is your gateway drug to that for sure. 
There's identity, there's values. You will have your core values once you complete the exercises in the blueprint. And when you have your core values, it makes every area of life so much more like just enjoyable and so much easier. It's easier to make decisions. It's easier to put boundaries in place. It's easier to just know what your path is when you have those core values. I also take you through intuition. And again, it's about turning down the noise of all of those things that are making bids for your attention and saying to you, look over here, look over here, do this, do that, and focusing back in on yourself. There's also a vision board activity in there. We go into inspired action as well. There's a lot in the blueprint and it's a really, really affordable price. And with that code SALE, all in capitals, you get 50% off. So all of the links are in the show note with the blueprint. It's an instant download and there's also the audio as well. I think there's two and a half hours of audio. So again, if you're like, yes, give me all of the personal growth podcasts, you are going to love the blueprint experience. And it does come with a printable workbook as well. For those of you who want to take it offline and just focus on pen to paper, you can absolutely do that as well. The last thing that I'm going to be discounting for a very short period is my Sunroom membership. I have been loving Sunroom. The freedom that anti-screenshot technology has afforded me is just such a freeing gift, truly, to be able to sit down and just speak with no filter and to also know that I'm speaking to people who want to be there because they've got that membership, they're opting in. It just feels like such a safe space knowing that people are there with a positive intention. So Sunroom, for those of you who don't know, is a app that I've been using for a little while now. And it's a place that I have been using to house those personal reflections, those unfiltered food for thought kind of chats that I did years ago on Snapchat. It's also a place where I've been able to share workouts because you can upload like quite lengthy videos if you need to. Not that the workouts I'm uploading are lengthy videos, but on Instagram, you can only really do like a 90 second reel. So to be able to upload videos and house them there and talk people through workouts is something that I love to do. That's genuinely a joyful part of my day. And I love how I train. I love that I train from home. I just enjoy it. So if you are wanting to start working out from home and building that habit in 2024, go and get the Sunroom app, but make sure you use the link in my show notes, because if you use the link in my show notes, you will get the discounted rate. If you don't use that link, it takes you directly to the app and then there are other fees that you can incur. But the link in the show notes or in my Instagram bio will actually take you to the web and you to the web, (laughs) sound like a boomer, to the World Wide Web. And you can sign up there and it's much more affordable and it will be the lowest price that I will ever put it. And if you sign up at that low price of a couple of dollars, You won't pay more as long as you stay signed up. Like if you um, like opt out and then want to sign up again in a couple of months, you won't get that price, but the price won't change as in that price won't increase next month or the month after or the month after the price that you sign up at is the price that you will stay at, which I think is pretty cool. So I will do that for 24 hours only. Um, 
Over there, you'll also find recipes. You can ask anonymous questions. You can message me. There are custom experiences that you can book, like that podcast strategy session that I've mentioned before. You can organize to have a voice note series with me. If you're like, you know what? I really just want to pick your brain about a certain topic. You can do that through Sunroom as well. Sunroom was founded by um, a lady who bought Bumble to Australia and another lady who worked in like the web development for Hinge. So Sunroom does to me have more of like a dating profile feel in terms of it's got um, like prompts that people can answer every day. And I don't know, just the way that it works does, it does feel more like a dating app interface, but it's kind of a hybrid of like your Instagram with your OnlyFans minus the nude content. I think some creators, not I think, I know some creators do upload sensual content because it's a place that you're not censored. So you can upload nipples, you can upload body hair, not get shadow banned. It's a really inclusive space and I like it so much. I'm really, really enjoying it. So I will lower that Sunroom membership price for 40, uh, for 24 hours only for this Boxing Day sale period. So that is all from me. Um, again, take care of yourself over this time of year. I do have all new episodes coming out for you over this holiday period and I really hope that you enjoy them. Uh, take care of yourself and your loved ones. Definitely check out Surviving Separation and The Blueprint. And if you know someone who could benefit from it and you're like, oh, I haven't quite gotten them a Christmas gift yet, you can use that sale discount code for 50% off to purchase a product for your friend as well. If you've got a girlfriend who's going through a breakup, honestly, surviving separation could just be the thing that makes the biggest difference to their mental and emotional well-being and even their financial well-being, if I'm honest. Like there are just things in surviving separation that I wish I was privy to ahead of walking down that path. So take care. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to speaking with you really, really soon. And don't forget, all of the links are in the show notes, 50% off, Surviving Separation, 50% off the blueprint and Sunroom is low, low, low right now. Today's podcast episode was recorded on the land of the Bunjalung Nation. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.